Great lives. Welcome to the Impact Hour on Money 105.5, where you live with passion, make a difference, and come alive. This show is about you, your life, your impact, and your legacy. Now your hosts, John and Rena. Hello and welcome to the Impact Hour. I'm so excited that you joined us today. Actually, join me today. I am Rena, and I am your host flying solo today for the Impact Hour. Today, I'm going to be talking about how to be more hearable. I love that word. How hearable are you? Can people hear you? I'm not talking about modulating your voice. I'm talking about how you're being, and is that something that people can hear? So before we dive into that, which is going to be great, I have a very exciting announcement to make. Several months ago, I let you know that I was working to develop a new class. And that class is ready for you to enjoy and benefit from. It's called Be and Connect. And it's really about how you're being and how other people are experiencing you and how you can shift that so that you get the results in the relationships that you want. It will lend itself, you, you will experience more of a sense of connection with people by changing the way that you're being. I'm very excited about this class. There's um, just so many benefits to it. For example, I love thinking about how this is really going to bless parents, uh, especially parents of teenagers. Now, even parents of young kids, how you're showing up in your parenting relationship and how your kid experiences you, that honestly, it molds them for life. So I get very excited about parents um, taking this class now before their kids are older because their kids will have such a better experience of them and you know feeling good about themselves and feeling the love of the parent it's really going to be awesome now parents who have teenagers if you can imagine that your teenager really feels like you get them like so maybe if you're really not getting your teenager they probably know it right how would you like to really get your teenager and for them to find it more appealing to be around you I love that idea. It's all about how you're being and how you're showing up, how they're experiencing you. So we're going to help you to shift that. If you're a boss or a manager, how are your employees experiencing you? Are they wanting to give you their very best? Well, they certainly could, depending on how you're showing up and what kind of experience you're creating. So that's awesome. If you want employees who are more engaged, you can utilize what you learn in this class to really make that happen. Salespeople, how would you like for your clients to respond better to you? It's all about how you're being and bringing that awareness and helping you to change that so they're just, they're much more responsive to you. Isn't that exciting? I think about this too for people at networking events. We've done a lot of networking events in our business and people, um, how you're showing up is really making a difference. Do you really want to connect with folks and experience the benefits in your business? Because that's going to be a lot better than just showing up and not being fully present. Uh, people don't feel like you care about them or really get them. So we're going to change that up so people like really respond well to you. And if you have something that you're really passionate about that you want to share with the world, this class will help you to share it more effectively. That's whether it's your faith and your belief in God, or if you have an issue that you're really passionate about, such as environmental um, issues, climate change, whatever your passion is, this class will enable you to be much more effective in reaching people and having people respond the way that you want. It's all about how you're being, and it's all about connection. This class is offered both in person and online. So I want it to work for you. It starts October 3rd for the in-person and October 4th for online. 
in person is in Roseville. We're going to meet weekly. And I'm going to give you some new ways of being to really shift your relationships and your sense of connectedness with the people in your life. It's going to be very, very powerful. It has taken a lot to pull this together, but I'm very excited. I have um, information available. We put our web- website up, like just just put it up. It's called beandconnect.com, beandconnect.com. Now, if you want information about the class, you go to beandconnect.com slash class. If you're not sure about the class yet, just check out the videos because what I've done is I've created three videos for you to really get a sense of who I am and what it'd be like to work with me. Although if you listen to me each week on the Impact Hour, you probably already know some of that. And what I do is I give you some really useful stuff that you can start applying right away to shift your relationships, to change how you're being and how people are responding to you and you'll start to get more of the responses that you want. That was, um, that was really a great experience putting those videos together to you. You just go to beandconnect.com and put in your email address, and we'll just start sending you those so you can enjoy them right away. Now, I love sharing kind of a behind-the-scenes look because this show's all about impact, right? And I love interpersonal impact. And we also love helping people to really make a difference in the world, right? More positive impact. That's what it's all about. And so if you have an interest in doing something like teaching a class, I have a lot of insights for you. Now, when I would sit down to develop the class, uh, sometimes it would flow and sometimes it wouldn't. And I wouldn't force it if it wasn't flowing. So don't, don't harsh on yourself. I know it's challenging if you've set aside time to work on a specific project. But for me, if it's not flowing, I don't necessarily do it. Sometimes I kind of need to move some energy if I've you know, just got a lot on my mind or whatever. And I might dance or I might move or I might um, move around. I might go for a walk. So doing something physical is really helpful for me to get those creative juices flowing. And I really feel like the end result is is very much an expression of who I am and my passion. And that would be awesome if that's something that you want to do for yourself. Now, once the content is ready, then it's about getting it out to the world, right? And that doesn't happen automatically. I'm I'm blessed to be here um, at Money 105.5 and able to do a radio show and a podcast. And we put, put it out on the Internet the show, so I'm letting people know about it. But we needed a website to be able to um, get the information people need and to purchase tickets. So I'm also very blessed that my husband has good technological skills that way. So we were able to put up the website and um, the event listing on our Simply Great Lives page, which has the ability to process payments. There's lots of details that start coming up. So like I said, that's kind of a little bit of a behind the scenes kind of look at what it takes to put together a class. There's there's also the venue. So one is online, that's Wednesday nights, and I wanted it to be available for people who aren't local or the regular time didn't work for them or for whatever reason. It makes it accessible for a lot more people. Now, having it online, I don't get that that personal connection as much. Now we use Zoom, so it's really great because we get to see each other. And I wanted an in-person one where I can um, be really in touch with the students and their experience. So that's exciting. We're actually going to meet at the Martha Riley Library in Roseville on Tuesday nights starting in October. And it's a lovely venue, very well lit, very well organized and clean. And that'll be a great space for our classroom experience. That's kind of just a little peek at the what it takes to pull the class together. It kind of doesn't really touch on what is perfectly normal, and that's the nervousness that comes from putting something that you really care about out in the world. 
So the videos, for example, I um, made three of those. And I have experience speaking. I have experience doing videos. And it was still, it was still a little scary. So um, they, as, as with anything else, the more you do something, the more you improve. So I think the third video was a little more grounded than the first. And they're still really good. I just wanted people to get a sense of who I am, what it would be like to work with me, and what would be the benefits of taking the class. And I feel that I got that. And what's perfectly normal, because I'm used to coaching our clients through this, right, is the nervousness of how are people going to respond. And um, I'm getting a lot of feedback already on, on the videos. And um, actually, I've got a whole section on feedback. So um, I'll share that with you then. Now, we're going to be heading into a break in just a minute. And when we come back, I'm going to jump into ways that you can be more hearable. So please stay tuned. You're listening to the Impact Hour. What if the ladder you're climbing is leaning against the wrong wall? Is that bucket list getting bigger and bigger? Where are your passions hiding? You are here to create an authentically empowered life. There's nothing more fulfilling than living your life's purpose every day. Find your calling and live a legacy that lasts for generations. Start your journey today by scheduling your discovery session with John and Rena, hosts of the Impact Hour, every Wednesday on Money 105.5. Go to theimpacthour.com to schedule your complimentary session today. If you want a life rich in meaning, if you want to make a difference, join John and Rena for the Impact Hour every Wednesday afternoon at 2 on Money 105.5. Learn how to increase your life's impact. Unlock your potential and live with passion. It's all new. The Impact Hour with your hosts, John and Rena. Share your stories and become part of the journey. Wednesday afternoons at 2 on Money 105.5. Find John and Rena on Facebook at The Impact Hour. Now back to the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 105.5. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. Now, I was just talking about this um, new course that I've created and the videos and everything. And I just wanted to reiterate where you can sign up for those videos. It's at beandconnect.com. And check it out. I think I got I poured some really great stuff into there. And I know you're going to get a tremendous benefit. You're already going to start to experience some shifts in your relationships. So that's very exciting. This show is really dedicated to knowing your impact and having more of a positive impact. And today I wanted to empower you to be a little bit more hearable to people so that people can actually hear what you're saying. And don't we all want to be heard? And we're all trying really hard to be heard. So let's find ways to be more hearable. The first topic that we're going to look at is on giving great feedback to people. Feedback that's really helpful and really beneficial. When I was planning this, it wasn't actually around... um, my videos and the feedback I'm getting, but it's kind of funny that it falls right after that. Check that out. Yeah. So how, how hearable do you want to be? Do you want people to really get you and to hear what you're saying and be able to respond? In order to achieve that, you've got to know your impact. You've got to know how what you're doing, what you're saying, how you're being, is affecting people. So this is a skill I encourage you to develop. I don't want to keep hitting on it, but that's what we're doing in our class. <laughs> yeah. So first, you got to be able to anticipate, right? Before you say something, kind of think to yourself, how is this going to land? How likely is it that they're going to be able to receive what I say? Or might they kind of uh, fight against it or really not want to hear it? Next after you've anticipated and you've given your feedback, you can check in with them and see how it landed. That way you're not having to guess. It's also a great opportunity to clear up any misunderstandings. And then you can adjust from there to be more hearable in the future. So anticipate, check in, and adjust. Very important to realize that judgment 
is going to be met with resistance. So anytime you make somebody wrong or bad or something that they said or did or believe to be wrong or bad, they're going to resist it. They're going to need to defend themselves. So we actually devoted an entire show to that topic. It is worthy of that and more because we go around judging stuff way more than we mean to, way more than we're aware, because all it takes is the thought, and the thought that something that someone said or did was wrong or bad, and it seeps out. It leaks out, and, and it really affects people, and they really, like I said, they need to push back against it. So check out Thriving Through Curiosity. It's episode number 42 on the impacthour.com. We've got all of our show recordings up there. So if you miss part of this or any other show, please listen to the show recordings at the impacthour.com. Now the feedback that I'm talking about giving is sharing anything that you didn't like or didn't want, that kind of feedback. Because I bet you're probably pretty good at giving, you know, more positive feedback, although there's usually room to improve on that. But it's the feedback that, you know, you kind of would like something a little different that people are more likely to respond to, and it's as though they didn't hear it, right? Might as well have not heard it because of the way they um, don't respond favorably, right? So not as helpful to tell people what you didn't like or what you didn't want. And the reason is, is they can stop that behavior or that way of talking or thinking or whatever. They can stop it, and you still might not like what you get. <laughs> I thought about this a lot when I first started the radio show. I was, I was really afraid of, of criticism. And um, I thought about if somebody called into the show to tell me what they don't like, what I'd really want to do, and, and still is the case, I'd want to turn that around and ask them what they do want instead because that is actionable if you tell somebody to stop doing something it does not direct in any way what they should be doing or what you would like them to do or what you want to see more of so it's really really important to be very clear on what you do want and to start with that because it's going to be easier for them to hear and even better when, you, when you've already seen some of them doing that and, and you can point it out and say, hey, you know, when you, you did such and such, you know, I really appreciated that. Thank you so much. And can you do more of that, please? It goes way better than, hey, that thing you did was really dumb. Stop it. Knock it off. You know, who's going to respond well to that? That's not hearable. So the point is to be hearable, say things in a way that people can receive and actually respond too, right? So I often see this out in public and kids acting up, misbehaving, whatever, and the parents are yelling at them. And what do the parents tell the kids? Stop it. They tell the kids to stop it. And I feel for those kids because, first of all, stop it is very vague. It doesn't have even the specific around which behavior <laughs> they might be doing five things at the same time and which of those do they need to stop but even more what should they be doing instead I kind of chuckle when I look back on my childhood years in elementary school and the teacher would tell us to sit with our our rear in the seat and our hands in our lap and our mouths closed and that's so funny because it's it's um it is very concrete and specific which is helpful and it's actionable. So we could comply with that versus if we were acting up and they simply said to stop it, um, there's really no clear direction on that. And trust me, this, this applies on through to adult relationships too. When your spouse is doing something that you don't like, um, telling them to stop it or even stop specifically what it is that they're doing that you don't like doesn't tell them what you want instead. And I find that my husband, John, responds much better when I begin with what I really desire and why it's important to me. So keep that in mind when you have some feedback to give somebody. It's really just yet another opportunity to be really clear on what you do want instead of on what you don't want. We had an episode called You Get What You Focus On, number 43. 
And that episode really was highlighting how when we're focusing on the negative stuff, we see more of it, we get more of it, we create more of it, we can certainly contribute to getting more of it. And when we're focused on what we do want, we'll tend to see more of that and we'll tend to get more of it. So if you want people to actually hear your request and your desire and to respond to it, that's a way to be hearable, to phrase it in the positive based on what you do want. And as I alluded to briefly, make your requests specific and actionable, something that they can do, you know they did it, they know they did it, and you can have some celebrating there. You can certainly celebrate Uh, point out to them when you do notice them doing that and how grateful you are for that. Thank them for that. And also sharing why it's so important to you. I think that'll help give it a little bit more meaning so that they will be more inclined to respond. Because honestly, they may be moving through their day, through their world, unaware of how something's affecting you, right? And you making them aware that you have a need or a desire for something to be different, they may not have had any awareness whatsoever that um, what they were doing was having that negative effect on you. So state why you want it, why that would be so beneficial for you. And remember what I was talking about before around judgment. People don't wanna be judged. So anytime somebody, and see if you can relate to this for yourself. When somebody tells you that what you did was wrong, you messed up, that was bad, it shouldn't be that you get shoulds in there all the time. Shouldn't be that way. You should do this, you should do that. How does it make you feel? Does it make you wanna just go out there and and do what they're asking? Or do you wanna defend yourself? And it's, it's real easy to do, I totally understand, in giving feedback to people to point out what you don't like. It's kind of the default, because that was the red flag that went up for us, right? We're like, yeah, this, I really don't like this. I, I, I want something different. And that's great. That's your opportunity to really work on identifying what you want different. It's kind of interesting in a sense you can use this for your own self and giving yourself feedback evaluating for yourself how you're doing what you want more of instead of just telling yourself what you did wrong and what was bad and stuff you can see which one's going to take you further right because stopping something isn't going to be as powerful as starting something and stopping something doesn't necessarily bring you what it is that you really want. So take that time, take that effort, make it a practice in your life to really start focusing on the things that you do want. And I know that you're going to experience some really great responses from people. So I guess you could probably just play it over in your mind, some of the feedback that you've given people and how they responded. Or when somebody gave you feedback and what that experience was like for you. I know John's shared before about the work evaluations and the tendency really is to um, find what's not working well and really focus on that. They find people's weaknesses and say they need to shore those up and this what you did over here, don't do that. Versus, hey, what you did over here was really great. Do more of that. And who wouldn't like to get that kind of feedback? That's helpful stuff, man. It builds people up, makes them more inclined to want to do more of that good stuff. And if there is something um, that needs to change, then they'll be more open and amenable to changing that because you've been building your people up. And same is true with kids. Dude, I totally get it. I have two, we have two teenage boys, and I don't know, I have a master's degree in social work, so I have to say this parenting thing is like way harder than I expected. I thought like it'd be, you know, kind of easy with my background. (laughs) And trying to get them to do stuff uh, and to not do stuff is, is really, I understand, a lot more challenging 
than I would have thought. So be mindful of kids being really sensitive um, to the judgment. I know that teenagers especially um, react against um, parental messages that what they did was wrong or bad. I, I know a parenting technique I often heard of was to catch them when they're doing good and praise them for that. So that's certainly something that I try to do. That's downright hearable right there, telling a kid uh, what they're doing right and thanking them and um, showing appreciation for that. So that's an awesome discussion on giving really good feedback. We're going to take a break and we'll be back in a minute. So stay tuned. You're listening to the Impact Hour. This is David Davenport of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. President Trump's approval numbers are low and controversies are high. Nevertheless, some good things are happening in our democratic system. Congress, for example, is stepping up to its responsibilities to debate and decide policy. With Trump less interested in policy particulars, Congress can become what the founders intended, the first of the branches of government. They are debating health care, tax reform, and war powers instead of waiting for the president. Federalism is also flourishing, with states and cities becoming more proactive in policy affairs. I don't always agree with them, but California and other states have figured out that they can make decisions about immigration or the environment. Again, that's how the Republicans supposed to work. There's even a new appreciation for checks and balances and separations of power as the Constitution established them. Call them unintended good consequences of Donald Trump's presidency, perhaps, but these are healthy signs for our democratic system. I'm David Davenport. Your home is so much more than square footage and a floor plan. So why would you entrust buying a new home or selling your home to anyone but Ellen Hurley, the Real Estate Insider? And tune in weekdays from noon to one for Ellen Hurley's show, The Real Estate Insider, exclusively on Money 1055. Buying or selling the Real Estate Insider. For your real estate dreams, she gets it done. Call 916 Hi, I'm Jody Stevens. You know, being overweight contributes to multiple medical problems like heart disease, diabetes, increased cancer risk, high cholesterol, blood pressure, and more. The unique weight loss program at Tenure Medical Weight Loss and Nutrition Center is an easy-to-follow three-phase program. The team of health coaches, nutritionists, dietitian, and exercise specialists support you through the lifestyle changes you need to be successful. They will progress you through Phase 1, Weight Loss and Exercise Plan, Phase 2, Transition to Healthy Food Choices, and Phase 3, Maintenance and Long-Term Support. That's the phase I'm in. I lost over 60 pounds in 2011, and I've kept the weight off Thanks to this amazing program. Not only am I in the best shape of my life, most importantly, I'm healthy. You've only got one life. Make it a healthy one. Join me and call Tenure Medical Weight Loss and Nutrition Center in Rockland on Five Star Boulevard, 916-624-3500. 624-3500. You don't have to live with teeth that hurt, dentures that slip, and a smile you hide from everyone. With dental implants, Parrish Family Dental will give you that amazing smile you've dreamed about. Missing teeth, old worn dentures, partial dentures, any of these can make chewing difficult and painful. With dental implant technology from Parrish Family Dental, you can eat your favorite foods, protect your own teeth, and experience a renewed confidence and self-esteem a beautiful smile will bring. And right now you can get a full implant and crown for just $2,000. That's over half off what you would pay other implant dentists. Visit ParishFamilyDental.com and pick your location, either Carmichael or Granite Bay. Then tell them you want the $2,000 implant special you heard about on the radio. Interest-free financing is available on approved credit. Eat the foods you want and get that smile you deserve. ParishFamilyDental.com. That's ParishFamilyDental.com. The temperature is going up and so are your electric bills. See a list of things you should know before choosing a solar contractor at CapitalCitySolar.com. And right now you can take advantage of their zero down, zero out of pocket cost program. Capital City Solar is a SunPower Elite dealer. SunPower panels are the most efficient panels available with the industry's best combined power and product 25 year warranty. 
Go to CapitalCitySolar.com and click on the schedule to make an appointment with us or call 571-9339. 571-9339. If you want a life rich in meaning, if you want to make a difference, join John and Rena for the Impact Hour every Wednesday afternoon at 2 on Money 105.5. Learn how to increase your life's impact. Unlock your potential and live with passion. It's all new. The Impact Hour with your hosts, John and Rena. Share your stories and become part of the journey. Wednesday afternoons at 2 on Money 105.5. Find John and Rena on Facebook at The Impact Hour. What if the ladder you're climbing is leaning against the wrong wall? Is that bucket list getting bigger and bigger? Where are your passions hiding? You are here to create an authentically empowered life. There's nothing more fulfilling than living your life's purpose every day. Find your calling and live a legacy that lasts for generations. Start your journey today by scheduling your discovery session with John and Rena, hosts of the Impact Hour, every Wednesday on Money 105.5. Go to theimpacthour.com to schedule your complimentary session today. Live with passion, make a difference, and come alive. This is the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 105.5. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. I am Rena, and today we are talking about being hearable. If you would like to call in and share your experiences about people hearing you or not, you can call into the station at 866-576-1055. If you missed part of this show or any other show, you can listen to our recordings at theimpacthour.com. This segment, we're going to be talking about sharing responsibly. So I love the idea of people sharing what's going on with them currently and, you know, being able to be honest and to be real. And we need to know how we're affecting people. So we need to be able to share of ourselves in a way that's responsible, in a way that's hearable by people. So let's take a look at this. You know, I've seen people share um, when they're in the middle of their pain, and sometimes it can be okay and sometimes not. So let's take a look at that. I've um, had the opportunity to listen to a variety of speakers, public speakers, and usually in in business settings, networking groups, and, and things of that nature. And people, this is really common. People have something difficult happen to them, and they want to make something good out of it. I call that redeeming a tough experience. It can be very, very powerful for having a positive impact. It um, oftentimes lights a passion in a person where they want to maybe prevent that from happening to somebody else or to help somebody if it's happened to them. So they set about sharing their story. And this is kind of like a big trend in speaking is you have to share your story. And I want to make you aware that anytime that you're speaking, whether it's on a stage or in front of a group or just one-on-one with somebody that you know, you're responsible for the experience that you're creating for them. So let's take a look at what it's like when we're sharing an emotional experience with people. Oftentimes, people are uncomfortable with feelings in general. They're uncomfortable with their feelings, they're uncomfortable with our feelings, and oftentimes people want to shut it down or they want to make it okay. Typical response, right, is to reach out and put, put tap on somebody, you know, pat them, there, 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 that's okay, that's okay. And usually that's because it's uncomfortable <laughs> for the person who's hearing it, and therefore it's not very hearable. You go around sharing your story, or you want to share something just that you're going through right now to get some support. You want it to be hearable to people so they can be there for you and with you. So realize that if you're not careful, the response will be that they'll want to take care of you, okay, and fix it, preferably to make the emotion go away. So having emotion in our sharing, just good to be aware that um, it makes people uncomfortable depending on how well you handle it. If you're okay with your emotion, they're more likely to be okay with it too. 
And what I've seen is some some weirdness, like people apologize for it. Like they cry and then they apologize. That makes me feel even worse. <laughs> so, you know, versus, and this is this is what I was taught to do. If I share something and, and, and it brings up some emotions for me, I'll simply acknowledge it. And as you can see, this this still really touches me. And and people can feel that and and still move with it. Um, with me. So you can experience that benefit too. If you're sharing something that you've got going on, let just to be aware that it's it's going to affect people. And do you think they're going to be okay with it? Do you think they'll be able to hear it and be with you? So kind of why are you sharing it? Are you sharing it to get support? If so, that's awesome. I'm a great advocate of that. Just be aware of who you're sharing it with. Are they people who can support you? Are they capable of that? Because you want to choose your listeners carefully. People who can actually be there for you. Because if it's people who aren't prepared, aren't available, it, it might just be a little bit weird. So choose, choose your folks carefully and think in advance of how that's going to go. And actually, um, the last segment of the show, we're going to talk about developing relationships uh, where you've got people who can support you. Okay, so, you know, don't expect the average person on the street or, you know, you've got to evaluate for yourself if it's somebody who can truly be there for you. So I recently had an experience with this, and I wanted to share it with you um, because it involves you, the listeners. So I had a cataract surgery on my right eye. Um, my left eye is the eye that I rely on. I'm still legally blind, even with my best eye. So this was my other eye that really doesn't give me much information. And in fact, I had a cataract that had grown very, very thick very quickly and so I wasn't seeing out the doctors couldn't see in so um, I told my doctor I'm like yeah let's just go ahead and remove it and she she jumped on it like within less than a week the surgery was was done and um, actually had the surgery on July 20th and um, so I saw the doctor like on a Friday and then had um, the surgery yeah, so that was after you guys talked to you guys, and then I had the surgery the next Thursday. Now, I had one show in between there where I could have shared, hey, I'm about to have the surgery, just to give you guys, well, I love just sharing and being real with you and give you the opportunity to, um, for your well wishes, your positive energy, your prayers. And um, I actually, and I did consider, might this be a burden? for you all because I didn't want that. It was actually a pretty risky surgery. It ended up going very well. Um, the recovery was longer than expected. Um, but I chose to not share it with you because I had a guest on that week uh, for that show where I would have had the opportunity to tell you. And um, she was very nervous. And um, I did not want to burden her up with hearing about my surgery um, when she was already having her own experience. So I wanted her to be fully present um, for the show and for you guys. And so I opted to not share because of the potential um, impact that it would have had. And I guess that's what I'm encouraging you to do is before you go and share something, how's it going to affect the people? Is it for your benefit? Is it is it being of service? Is it is it being helpful to them? Um, is it to just be real and let people see the real you and kind of what's going on with you? Those are three pretty distinct things. So if it's coming from a place of neediness, you know, I, I've been there, trust me, but it's, you know, you go to the right people who can support you in that. Um, is it being real so people can really connect with you or is it just um yeah just I, I forget what the third one was because I just made that up but yeah really be aware of the purpose behind your sharing and who you're sharing it with and how's it going to affect them now I did get to see one example of somebody who shared an experience they were going through as they were going through it and they just did it phenomenally and I'm still trying to pull it apart because I've seen times where it goes so bad. Um, 
uh, our worship leader, his sister had cancer and, and was dying and he was with her during that time and wrote a song and it had just happened and it was it was just really unfolding and he brought us in and shared that experience with us and I think it's because he shared so responsibly he's like you know I know that God's got me and I know God's got her and in the big picture it's all going to be okay and it's just really tough right now and so his being aware of um you know, being really responsible for his own emotions so we, the listeners, didn't feel like we had to take care of him, I think really freed up that um, opportunity to share and let us in in a way that um, was responsible and hearable for us as the audience. So kind of an advanced form of sharing. Um, just say it is possible if you're being aware of how you're going to be affecting people. So stay tuned. Hang in there. We'll be back. You're listening to the Impact Hour. What if the ladder you're climbing is leaning against the wrong wall? Is that bucket list getting bigger and bigger? Where are your passions hiding? You are here to create an authentically empowered life. There's nothing more fulfilling than living your life's purpose every day. Find your calling and live a legacy that lasts for generations. Start your journey today by scheduling your discovery session with John and Rena, hosts of the Impact Hour, every Wednesday on Money 105.5. Go to theimpacthour.com to schedule your complimentary session today. If you want a life rich in meaning, if you want to make a difference, join John and Rena for the Impact Hour every Wednesday afternoon at 2 on Money 105.5. Learn how to increase your life's impact. Unlock your potential and live with passion. It's all new. The Impact Hour with your hosts, John and Rena. Share your stories and become part of the journey. Wednesday afternoons at 2 on Money 105.5. Find John and Rena on Facebook at The Impact Hour. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. I am Rena, your host for today, and today we are talking about being hearable. Don't you want people to be able to hear you more? Yeah, if you feel like you're standing there kind of waving your hands around, hey, hey, I'm talking to you, then this show is for you. If you missed part of the show, you can listen to the show recording on theimpacthour.com. We usually post um, the show by Thursday night, so it'll be up by tomorrow night. So check it out, and thanks for listening. I wanted to spend some time talking about developing really great support in your life because... I was talking about, well, sharing responsibly. There needs to be a place where you can go and just just be real, you know. Um, without filters, have somebody accept you for who you are and where you're at and be with you. There's a tremendous amount of value for that. I had a, a rough time earlier this year, and I remember sharing that I put my support system to the test, really. Now, if I'm having a really tough time, now I've got several women that I talk to. I've got John. He's actually really good, I would say, for a guy. Is that fair? Sorry, I didn't mean to offend anybody. He's really good at holding space and not jumping in and fixing my problem, right? Especially if I ask for it specifically, then he knows, you know, to hold off. And sometimes he'll ask if he wants me to fix it <laughs> or if he want, if I want him to fix it um, or if I'm just wanting to share. And, and it's been beautiful the times I've been able to um, just have him be there and listen. And I've got um, other friends that I speak to, you know, usually regularly throughout the week, uh, some not so regular. And, and, and sometimes if I'm having a really tough time, I might talk to one, and then I'll talk to the next one, and then the next one. <laughs> and um, if I've exhausted my list, I'll go back through and cycle back through again. So you know what, I know I talked about this, but I'm not done yet. <laughs> and uh, I really appreciate having that kind of support. So let's talk about that. Now, I will be teaching you a lot of the skills that you would need to really have the, the sense of support and connection uh, that we're talking about here at my Be and Connect class. So you can check that out at beandconnect.com. Let's talk about what that takes. Number one, first and foremost, are you ready? I don't have a drum roll. If I did, I would totally do it. You need to be the person who gives that awesome kind of support. If you want it for yourself, you need to be the person to provide it. 
here's the awesome thing is when somebody comes to you and they need support and you're the person um, who can be there and it, it's not necessarily like a huge kind of support they just they need somebody to listen to them and to really get them and you're that person it meets a really deep need that they have and they can actually relax into a place of having that need met and become available for you so um, these friendships that I'm talking about really are a give and take so that um, I know for me, um, because I've established these relationships, I, I'm very available for them. And that's contributed to their being available to me. So very first, you need to be that person who provides really great support, is really present with people without judgment, listening, supporting, caring, affirming, all that great stuff. People respond so well to it. Make that a practice in your life. And um, I think that's going to be the first really key step in developing those relationships that you're desiring where you can get the support that you need. Now you need to be, learn to be, this is a practice, right? You need to learn to be okay with your own experience of emotions. Now that's gonna allow you to be present with other people. Because what's normal is to experience an empathetic response. If somebody's going through a rough time, you're gonna experience some of the same feelings that they're feeling, and that's okay. It's perfectly normal. It's actually great. It's a great way of connecting with people so you actually really get them, right? So letting those feelings be okay with them and with yourself. So there's a real skill in learning to be okay with emotions. Now, it's going to take time and effort, deliberateness, to really cultivate a strong relationship. Uh, I've had experiences in, in seeking to build relationships, and, you know, I might reach out to somebody, and it's almost like, like fishing. Like, okay, I don't normally use fishing analogies, but, you know, you kind of, what do you do you cast out and see how <laughs> probably not the best analogy for me to use anyway cast out and like reel it in right and nothing cast it out reel it in and and nothing and so uh there's been times when i, I met somebody and it's we really seemed to hit it off and uh i got her phone number as a potential friend and um call and leave a couple messages and and nothing and it's like okay that's going to happen so don't put your all your eggs in one basket you can be working on creating multiple, cultivating multiple relationships. And it's really important to build those in times of non-crisis for you so that you have support when you need it. So you combine that with being the person who can really provide support, then you're a lot more likely to have it when you need it. Now, this is significant because I look at my support system. I have an awesome support system. So um, my friend Samantha, bless her heart, she calls into the show sometimes. We've been friends for 30 years. My friend Janet is my prayer partner. We've been praying together for over 25 years, once a week. Um, my friend Anita, I talk to her once a week, a little over, I don't know, two two and a half years, somewhere along those lines. And um, we've been friends. And so I have a lot of longevity, uh, especially with the ones that have been, you know, 25, 30 years. And I really value that. So I found folks, I call them keepers. They're, they're keepers. I'm not getting rid of them. And uh, we've been through lots together, lots of support that we've given and received from each other. So I value those relationships and prioritize them um, over other things. Very rare that I'll turn down a request for an urgent need to talk, uh, except like if I'm in the doctor's waiting room office. <laughs> then I might like, you know, then we'll set up a time um, to be available. So find the folks who are like excellent quality people and hang on to them. They're worth the investment. Uh, people who really genuinely care about you and can be available for you are very, very valuable. So treat them as such. And know that those are the people that you can go to in times of 
crisis. Now, you can share what's going on with you with other people as long as you're doing so responsibly. You know, being aware of how it's going to affect them. You don't, you know, kind of like emotionally barf all over somebody who, you know, was expecting a casual interaction, right? And um, just understand how it's going to affect them. Are they going to be available for you? Um, I love it when people share any challenges that they're having at the time. I think that's really valuable for having a sense of connection and um, being authentic and being real instead of being guarded and really keeping people out. You're letting people in. And if you're wanting to have more of a sense of connection, well, that's really going to be the place to do that by having, by letting people into your world and uh, when they let you into their world too. So that's, that's real connection there. I'm really excited to teach more about connection. You know, you may have noticed this as a trend on our show as I've really been just diving into my passion to waking people up to their impact because I see such a need for people to feel more connected, more accepted, more like they belong, they're a part of. Uh, They want to feel, well, the most basic is we all want to feel loved and we want to feel not alone and we want to feel like people get us. So I'm very excited to empower that through my Be and Connect class. If you're interested in getting the free videos, you can get those at beandconnect.com. The class starts, the in-person one starts October 3rd, which is a Tuesday night meeting in Roseville. The online one starts October 4th. Yeah, I'm kind of fanatical about it. I decided to teach two at the same time because I'm just really excited to get this out to as many people as possible because I know it'll be a blessing. And I know that you guys are going to enjoy better relationships, even just listening about being hearable today. I'm confident will be a benefit to your relationships. So thanks a lot for listening and have a wonderful week. again for Lexus of Sacramento. You know, when you combine a true passion for helping others with a proven record of can-do, you pretty much capture the spirit of Lexus of Sacramento. Let's face it, some dealerships are just more dedicated than others because they go above and beyond in every way possible, and that's exactly what you'll find when you visit their gorgeous showroom at 2600 Fulton Avenue. So go beyond expectations. Go to Lexus of Sacramento, 2600 Fulton Avenue, online at LexusofSacramento.com. Did you know that every dollar you put into a piece of real estate makes you money five ways? Cash flow, money in your pocket each month. Equity capture, the thousands of dollars you create when you have the right team and buy the right property using the right map. Appreciation, real estate doubles in value about every 20 years. Equity buildup, 